0: I want so much more for me. I want so much more for me. And maybe you feel that same way, but in order to get more, we have to get rid of more. Friends, there is a lot of change on the way for May. And I'm so excited. I'm very happy, but I'm also a little overwhelmed. So at the end of this month, my husband and I will be moving out of our apartment and moving into our RV. But before that, we're gonna be moving into our Prius um, exclusive, y'all heard it first, move into our Prius to travel across the country. And so we live in a two-bedroom apartment. One of the bedrooms, like right here, is the office where I work out of, I create out of. And then we have our real bedroom. We have a living room, kitchen. And in all those rooms, there are things. So my husband and I used to live in an RV in 2019. It was great. We were living a minimal, minimalist life because there was a, there was limited space. And we couldn't really take on that many things in the RV because of way too much. But now that we have had our apartment for at this point, what, three years now going on three years, I think. Um, Yeah, we've acquired some things. Me personally, I have acquired a lot of books. If you can see the books behind me (laughs) um, that I need to get rid of, that I need to um, downsize from clothes, just things, just things that we acquire from living in a house like candles. I'm looking at a bunch of candles right now. Either way. I'm not going to overwhelm myself because I've written down everything I need to declutter and like get rid of, you know, piece by piece. So like the books will be one day, my office supplies and my stationery because y'all know like I'm obsessed with notebooks and um, I'm obsessed with notebooks and pens and all these different things. Um, What else? Clothes, shoes, coats, hats. I need to downsize all that stuff. And I'm really excited about this opportunity because it really gives me a new start, a new playing field, right? It allows me to begin again. And I think I've been wrestling a lot with scarcity around, oh, well, I need this because I wanted to use it or I haven't used it yet. And so what if nothing like this comes along again? And uh yeah, I've been having to face some demons, <laughs> face some, you know, limiting beliefs my, that I have of my own um, with getting rid of things. Um, because naturally, I think I'm a pack rat. I pack emotions. I hoard things that have sentimental value or things that could represent what could be in the future versus what it really is. And I think that that takes up a lot of space and a lot of time. So um I'm working through that. But also this may this May, this month's theme is going to be making room, like creating space, right? And I got that idea because while we're downsizing in May, we're making room for better, for different, for more, for more adventure, more joy, more happiness. And so joy is going to be the theme for June. Hope that you join me there. Um, But for May, I want us to focus on making room, right? Like there's so many things that we carry that weigh us down. There's so many things that we carry that take up space, so many beliefs that we have, so many fears that, that clutter our minds. And we're wondering why we can't perform, why we can't do, why we can't create, why we can't be. And I really feel like a lot of it is coming down to decluttering. You know, I feel like my bedroom or the state of a room that I'm working out of tends to represent the state of my mind. And in my office, it's so cluttered. I have so many things that I thought I needed for my creative journey that I bought, and you know, meaning well, or that I bought, like, I bought a book about meditation when really I just need to meditate. I just need to be quiet. I just need to create the time and the place for me to rest. And um, instead of doing that, I bought books, you know, because it's easier to buy the thing that I really want, which is peace, instead of actually doing the work to get peace. Um, So I might as well just take y'all on a little sort to show y'all what I have going on. But I also want to talk about the things in my mind, my spirit and my soul that I'm decluttering. Um, and maybe you can take that with you as well. So the content for me is going to be around decluttering, you know, mindsets and limiting beliefs and scarcity mentality and really addressing the hard things. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, when we have all this clutter and stuff, we just let it sit and it catches dust. And it kind of blends in the walls, and we don't really realize until we move <laughs> how much stuff we really have because we're not really dealing with the issues. And so I think May for me is going to be a lot about con- confronting, like confrontation, about confronting things in my life that I've just allowed to accumulate dust and to take up space and um, and weigh me down for a long time. I follow someone named Christmas, and she's amazing. Check her out on Instagram if you haven't. But she uses this great. Um, Analogy, this great illustration where it's like, yeah, right now I can hold this candle, right? Like I have the strength to hold this candle, but if I hold the candle, like, and she, this, this really blew my mind. She was like, but I'm not meant to hold this candle for 30 years. It's going to feel heavy. Right. And I'm like, wow, that is so true. It's really like the little things. It's the little foxes that come in that the scripture talks about even like little foxes that come in and steal these things your joy your peace your time right your energy literal space that we don't realize is weighing heavy on us and so i just want to work through those things and i want to make room make room so may for me is all about making room and i'm starting like a new business venture like i'm just i'm just doing the things confronting my fear trying things out. And I'm really excited to see where it goes. I'm really excited to move on from this place physically, mentally, spiritually, soulfully, right? Like move from this space. And even in my heart, in my body, like I want my body to be a safe and secure space, but it can't be that if, if I am carrying all these heavy, heavy things with me, you know what I mean? And and even the small things, the small things become big. They become really weighted and heavy. There are times when I'm carrying my book bag and I carry a book bag instead of a purse because it's easier to carry and it doesn't weigh on just one shoulder. But it makes me realize, it makes me conscious of how many things I'm carrying because at the beginning of the day in my book bag, it's fine, right? But by the end of the day, my husband is carrying my book bag because it's too heavy. And I don't want to do that anymore. Like, I don't want to hoard things and carry heavy things around because they've always been that way right? And so it's the slow, small things, like how people say death by a thousand paper cuts. I feel like it's that same idea. It's the same idea that, you know, it's the little things that we just like, oh, it's just a nuisance. It's not really that bad. No, like this is taking up time and effort and energy, even upkeeping the things that we have takes energy and effort to upkeep. And so we wonder why we're so exhausted when we have things, a million things looking at us every day, knowing we have to work through things, knowing we have to, you know, I don't know, clean out the closet, right? Just knowing having that weight there is heavy. And I'm just about right now focused on removing the heavy things in my life, no matter how small or how big. So yeah, and I, and I feel like, again, confrontation is the word. Confrontation, making room, addressing things, decluttering in my mind and my physical space. And, you know, there are things that we're all hiding from, responsibilities we're all hiding from that I really feel like we need to face and confront in order to make room for the next thing instead of like feeling guilty and stressed out about it. Right. Like I had to schedule a dentist appointment for me and my husband for like a year. And granted, with COVID, I wasn't really safe with us just having like open mouth in the <laughs> in a dentist office. But I knew that it had to get done. And so it was weighing on me heavy. And so the other day and I was avoiding it because like, oh, it's going to be so much work. I got to find a dentist. I got to verify it. How about when I called the dentist's office, the first number that popped up, they were accepting new, um, new clients and they accepted my insurance. I made it bigger than what it really was. (laughs) Like I procrastinated and made this thing in my mind so big that I was unable to do the thing. And I feel like there's so many things that we're doing in that way. Like we're like, oh, we can't do it. It's too big. It's too much. It's, uh, I'll get to that one day. But when we face the issues head on, right, then that leaves room for breathing, like a deep breath. It leaves room for joy and peace, but we can't have it if low key, we have all these chaotic things just kind of floating in the ether. Like we have to face these things head on. And um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm learning. That's what I am sitting with. I'm grappling with. And that's what I'm looking forward to in May. All right. So I just shared with you some like physical things that I'm working on, like again, decluttering books and clothes and just equipment and all this unnecessary stuff um, to make room for better and more because we're moving into an RV but first moving into a car. So that's even smaller. We're downsizing from downsizing. So that's the thing. But there are also like mental and spiritual things I need to declutter. So I've been writing, I've been journaling this morning and I invite you to share what you're, what you're trying to declutter as well for me. If you're committed to going through this with me, um, make room May. Like even if you don't have to declutter anything, I still suggest that you figure out how you can make room for the life you really want, how, how you can make room for the adventures you really want. Um, the creativity you really want, the joy you really want. Because yeah, after cleaning out things, you don't just want, like you can have empty space and breathing room, but I want to replace them with joy. And joy doesn't necessarily mean physical things, right? So like, I want to have more experiences. I want to have more presence, more connection. Um, but in order to do that, I have to let go of some things. So one of the things I wrote down was like, letting go of my limiting beliefs. So that means the fear It won't work because X, Y, and Z. It can't happen because X, Y, and Z. All the things that we tell ourselves um, to justify us either holding on to things as they have been or for us not to move. And I feel like, for example, with all this equipment over there, with all these books and stuff like that, I've been like, you know, I don't want to give it away because what if I need it? What if I, what if I need it? (laughs) What if, you know what I mean? Like these silly things, but I haven't needed it in two years. So what could possibly change? And trusting again in abundance that when I need it and if I need it, I'll, I'll be able to have the funds and the resources to get what I need. And it might not even come in a form of a book. It might come in the form of a YouTube video or a Kindle book, right? Like in the books that I really want to keep, that I really do want to keep, I'm just going to make a Kindle version. I'll get into that later when I actually do the decluttering. But yeah, like these limiting beliefs, get rid of them, like identifying what they are, where they come from, right? And then meeting them with truth. So yeah, that's, that's the first thing. The second thing I wrote down was scarcity mentality, um, in exchange for abundance. So again, I'm writing down what I want instead of the things I'm getting rid of. Okay. So then the third thing I said is busyness in my business. I'm in projects and art and replace it with intention. Right. So the online space is littered. I don't know why my breath. Whew. Let me breathe. I feel like whenever I'm doing like YouTube videos, it's like hard to breathe. I don't know why, <laughs> but this is not how I usually talk. <laughs> I usually am breathing while I'm talking, but, um, but I do think that a lot of us prioritize busyness. We talked a lot about that in um, the American Dream video where, we, where it, we're we taught to prioritize busyness ahead of intention. And sometimes when you're intentional, you're not always busy. You have breathing room. You have room to do whatever you want. Um, room to contemplate, room to think, room to rest, room to have fun, right? But under this capitalistic society, it's like, no, you always gotta be doing. You always gotta be making. I'm giving that up. Like in my business, even for Black Girl Creative specifically, um, I am launching a membership, and in this membership, there are three options. You have a general membership, you have one-on-one coaching, and you have um, group coaching. And even though the approaches are different, we're all going towards the same goal, and that is to heal, to make time for ourselves, to get unstuck, to get moving, um, to go after our you know desired endeavors, no matter what they are, if they're creative or just like personal or health-wise, like, because all of that shapes our creativity. All of that shapes what we can create. And, um, and the worlds that we create. And so if we're like walking around healed and heavy, how can we really create our best work, you know? So in my business, I'm focusing on like the the number one thing. And I've been reading that book too. Um, I don't have it with me, do I? But um it's called The One Thing. Let me see if I can get it. I have a new um, gimbal and it follows me. So I can use my hands. So the book is called The One Thing by Gary Keller. When I tell you that this book is changing the game, okay? It's called The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results by Gary Keller, Keller with Jay Papasan. Um, this is the book. This is what it looks like. But it's so good because it makes you focus on one thing, one thing at a time. And that is, that is a mindset I can get with, okay? I get overwhelmed very easily. I tell people when I don't have the capacity for doing things now. I used to feel like I had to do everything. I'm giving that up, okay? <laughs> so this book is perfect and it makes you focus in on the one thing. So one thing a day, what is the one thing? Let me see, I wrote it down. The question that the book asks, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? And so I've been asking myself this. I've been trying to ask myself this daily and shout out to Alexis for recommending this. Amazing. And Jonathan, thank you for recommending this. Um, yeah, like, so again, what is the one thing? Let me go back and read one more time. <laughs> what is the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. Ask yourself this. So I'm asking myself that because it's a pruning season in my life. I'm pruning things away. And a lot of people think like, obviously pruning is painful, right? It means cutting away at something. But the beautiful thing about pruning is that when you're cutting, so say if I'm a plant, right? And I have five things, five shoots, five branches. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but anyway, I have five branches. There is one that is very healthy. There is one of them that is the healthiest. And so even though these are okay, these are good, if this one is the healthiest, I'm snipping away at these ones, not because they're bad, right? Not because that nothing will ever grow from them again because chances are something else will grow there, right? But for now, the focus and the energy can go to this one. So if I put all of this away, let me use this finger. <laughs> if I put all this away, right? Then all the energy that was going towards all the four things now is going towards the one thing. And I love that. I love that um, because I feel like my energy was going out like this, like very wide, where if I laser focus on my thing, on a task, on a goal, on a focus for my business, on a focus for my YouTube channel, for my Patreon, etc., then I know what I'm doing, right? I'm not just flailing in the wind, chasing the wind, chasing likes or subscribes or things like that. I'm very clear on my purpose and my and my focus and I can create intentionally and not just be busy. So yeah, so anyway, <laughs> trading in busyness for intention. That's one of the things I'm doing. I'm also excessive spending and consuming, right? So for contentment and for um, creating. I, like I said before, I bought books hoping for peace, hoping for, you know, whatever, peace and rest, when really I just need to rest. I'm a person who tends to buy what I want to feel. That's not healthy, (laughs) so I have to change that. And in place of me consuming, I can create more. There are so many things I want to make and do. I want to be prolific this year, meaning I want to create a lot of work. And so in order to do that, I have to create. But I can't create if I'm always consuming. It's like eating, right? It's like We have to have have a healthy balance of exerting energy and taking in energy. So eating like literally literal foods to running or walking or playing or giving us the strength for what we need to do for that for that day. Excuse me. Um, And I feel like the same thing happens with our creativity. We need to consume, obviously, like to get inspiration, ideas, that kind of thing to learn how to do something. But at some point you are procrastinating or overindulging or overconsuming, right? And it's time for you to create something, to do something, um, to purge something. And that's what I'm doing now. I've bought so many things I need to purge. I need to purge it. Um, the next one, the next thing I am um, making room, making room in my body. So literally, like we just talked about food. Yeah, I want to eat better. I want to feel better in my body. I want my body to feel like a home, I wanna like what I see. And and that necessarily isn't gonna come from losing or gaining weight. But if I'm taking in all this stuff that's telling me, oh, you need to lose weight to be pretty, you need to do X, Y, and Z to be pretty, you need to buy this face mask to be pretty, you know that I'm never gonna feel like I'm enough. What I need to do is work on my self-esteem and how I really see myself and work on the truth of myself and my beauty. Um, but also I wanna exercise, I wanna eat well, I wanna feel good in my body, right? I want to live for a long time, a long and healthy and vibrant life. And I can't do that eating Chick-fil-A. I can't do that, you know, every day anyway. I can't do that, you know, even eating Chipotle. Chipotle has a lot of salt in it. Um, And blood pressure is a thing in my family. I'm not, I rebuke it. I'm not getting it. So I need to change the way I eat. Okay. The next one is like uh, letting go of what makes me heavy and burdened. So again, these can be things that like, ah, it's just a little nuisance. No, deal with it. I need to pay a bill. <laughs> I need to pay a bill because it's heavy and burdensome just thinking about it. Um, scheduling my doctor's appointment, like I said, that was easy to do. And it took such weight off of my shoulders. I just felt like, okay, I can do the thing now, right? Like getting rid of the things, doing what I said I was going to do, m- keeping the promises to myself because unkept promises become heavy too, right? So doing those things, I feel like that is really important. Um, so it says morning routine. So yeah, so in the morning, I'm trying to put together a morning routine where I feel good. I'm making room for joy, for contemplation, for pace, right? For an easy pace, for space. Um, But if I'm getting up and just going straight to work, there's really no room for that. And what I really want to incorporate into my morning routine is a way to feel good in a joyful way. Because sometimes the idea of morning routine actually kind of sounds like a job. It kind of sounds like a job. It sounds like more work I have to do. But I want to have things in place that I can do that's not going to feel like, um, I don't know, burdensome I want my morning routine to be light and easy and fluffy right and feel good and I want to be like pampering myself and I want to like feel delicious afterwards and charged and ready to go you know before I do anything like I want to make sure I'm spending that time with me my creator and just in silence you know what I'm saying so and doing the things that make me feel good Um, another one, I am making room for practice talent and discipline. Mm. So this is something I'm not a very disciplined person. (laughs) I'm not, uh, I go with the breeze. I just kind of do what I want, but I know that in order to get to where I want to be, um, I have to do things that don't necessarily feel fun in the moment. I run from discipline. I hate discipline. I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. But I know that with discipline comes freedom, and it doesn't sound pretty. It doesn't sound flowery. Um, but yes, I have to practice my craft. I have to do the work of, you know, learning. And sometimes that work is not going to feel like I want to do it. But it is going to give me um, the things I need, right, to succeed in the future. And so, you know, take that as you want to take it. We all have things that we don't want to do that we need to do. That could be me practicing music, you know, taking vocal lessons, um, learning more about my loop machine and more about, you know, music creation and beat creation, um, production, all these things that sound very overwhelming to me, but I can take a baby step, one baby step at a time to get closer and closer to my goal. You know, um, another one, I said opportunities to win more, to make room for more opportunities to win. I am snipping away a lot of things. I want to be very focused on what I want to, what I want to accomplish, The extra stuff is nice, but I want to be focused on what I want to accomplish. And the only way to make room for more opportunities to win is by taking more chances. I need to make more requests. I need to take more chances. I need to put myself in a position where people can say no or people can say yes, right? Like I need to set myself up to not be fearful of a possible no when my great future is on the other side of that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, another one is consuming negativity and to make room for more positivity and not the toxic kind, but the real kind. Um, just more realness and healing. I consume a lot of trash online. Like the internet is littered with trash. It's time out for that, right? Because trash in, trash out. If I, if I keep watching trash, I'm going to feel tr- like trash about myself. Um, And so I need to watch more uplifting things, more real things, more honest things, true things, right? The scripture talks about whatever is honest, true, pure, all these things. Think on those things. And I haven't been necessarily thinking on those things as much as I should have. And so any toxicity, any just extra drama, it has to go, especially if it's not my own. Why am I watching this drama? (laughs) Um, Make room for more self-forgiveness. Yeah, I need to... Um, again, with Christmas, she's, she gave a prompt that says, um, I forgive myself for blank. And I need to really do the work on that because I do need to work on forgiving myself for a lot of things. Um, But I'm getting rid of that, like of that guilt and that shame to make room for like self-compassion and self-love. And I don't think that I can love myself if I'm not honest with myself, if I'm not compassionate with myself. You know what I mean? And so, I have a lot of other things like I want my life in my in my body to be a safe place and a safe home for my spirit and my soul, and I can't do that if i'm at war with if I'm at war with myself. so this may like I'm gonna be working through that, making content around that, talking about those things um, because the only way to heal is through. <laughs> you know what I mean like the only way to heal is through, and if we're pretending that everything is fine. We're going to feel that weight we're going to feel that heaviness and we're not really going to get to where we where we can be and where God wants us to be he wants us to be free you feel me but I can't be free if I'm weighing myself down with all this toxicity that he never gave me you know and that comes with a lot of unlearning a lot of like healing I'm confronting I'm having some hard conversations this month with people I love like because that's the only way to get better is to have those hard confrontational um, conversations and they don't have to be rough. They don't have to be uh, unkind. You can do them in kindness and love, but they have to happen. And a lot of us are avoiding those things because we're afraid of what that means, what that will mean, what what people will do, you know? But our main concern, if we're doing it out of love, is not to be right, but to win a brother back or a sister back, right? Or just to wish the sister or brother farewell and thank you and choose yourself. You know what I mean? But you can't do that hiding in the shadows. I'm not hiding in the shadows anymore. And I know that some people aren't used to confrontation and they're not used to confrontational me, to be clear. And so they don't know what to do with that. Um, But I'm just tired of living in fear of what other people say, trying like putting myself in a prison to appease other people. It's like, no, like we have to acknowledge that we're in a prison. None of us are going to heal if we're not going to address the stuff. And so in order for me to break the curses in my family, in order for me to heal, holy, I have to be honest. I have to be true. Um, And so sometimes those... Those are hard conversations. So yes, so I'm decluttering all the things, getting rid of all the things, focusing on the one thing, um, the multiple one things in my life. I recommend this book. Um, and I feel like we could read this book together. What y'all think? Would y'all be down for like a book club? Shout out to my patrons for supporting. Um, I think that on Patreon, we might have a book club for the one thing because I really want to reread this and really talk about this with y'all. So yeah, so things are changing, moving out of the apartment into the RV, but first into the Prius. And I'll be sharing that journey with you guys, making music, traveling. Um, I want so much more for me. I want so much more for me. And maybe you feel that same way, but in order to get more, we have to get rid of more. Like I want the joy that I that I have and experience in my life to overflow, right? But it can't even really touch me if I have all these, these things cluttered around me. And that's physically, that's emotionally, that's spiritually right? Like, so I have to get rid of those, rid of those things. And, you know, and I, and also I have to honor what I already have. I have enough. I have more than enough. I have more than enough. This is something I wrote down, um, in my journal earlier this month, because I was really wrestling with like God and him being a provider and feeling like I lacked, feeling like he wasn't really having my back. I'm to just be honest. Like, But over the past few months, like God has shown me that he is trustworthy and it took time. It took time. Right. And so I wrote this down on March 20th, 2022. It says, I release scarcity, lack mentality because YAH is the source and there is no lack in him. I am safe. It is YAH's great pleasure to take care of me. He is a wonderful, gracious and loving father. I release scarcity, lack and fear. I accept his abundance, generosity, presence and security. I am safe. I am secure. And so one of the ladies I go to church with like online, she was saying I need to read that every morning. And I agree. Like I need I need that to be my mantra, my reminder every morning I get up, every morning I get up because and I'll share it with my patrons as well. Type it up um, because I can forget that I can forget that. That my heavenly father is generous, that he is kind, that he is good, especially with all the ugly things that are happening in the world, all the ugly things that happen in my life. I can easily forget that. But I have to write down and remember the times that he does come through for me, that he does support me, that he does, you know, go above and beyond all that I can think or ask. Like, literally, I have seen it. And so now that I have the proof, I have to hold on to that even when life doesn't look like life look like it's life. in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. I hope that you could take something away from this video. I hope that this you know, please let me know if you're gonna work with me through Making Room May, um, we could talk about it, we can journal about it, we can share our experiences, we can work through it together. So shout out to our patrons again. Um, I, feel, I, I really appreciate y'all. I really feel like, like when I get new patrons, I feel like there's, there's again, gotta deal with these mindsets. It's like this imposter syndrome that comes up, like, are they sure they wanna support me? Girl, uh, you wanna support and now you get it and now you're question it, questioning it. These are things that I really have to deal with. like. Why are you upset that you're getting what you want? I think it's just the fear of being seen. And we'll talk more about that later. But yeah, the imposter syndrome, they're starting to cut grass outside my window. So I'm going to just end it here and uh, catch y'all up on the next thing that I do um, when it comes to decluttering. I'm really excited. Let's get to work. All right. Love y'all. Talk to y'all later. Bye. You deserve these and a
1: life of peace, won't you? Take your time and go, rest your mind. You deserve ease and some room to breathe. Don't you make life harder than it has to be. You deserve ease and a life of peace. Won't you take your time and go, rest your mind. You deserve ease and some Room to breathe, don't you? Make life harder than it has to be You deserve ease and some Life of peace, won't you? Take your time and go Rest your mind You deserve ease and some don't you da, 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 da. make life harder than it has to be da, 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 da. You deserve